building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's topic is persuasion and influence. Part of my goals this quarter is to do some soft skill building and some improvement to increase speed and urgency in the sales process for my agency. I think that right now is a hard time for a lot of companies. A number of our clients and other business owners that I've talked to are seeing similar things where buyers are interested and they're going through the sales process. They might even be getting contracts in hand and they're losing budget or they're slow to make decisions or purchases are stalling out and decision makers are hesitant. I don't know why, but we somehow at Excelity experienced this kind of early. So the six months or so before this quarter were rough for us sales-wise. And now this quarter is the best one we've had in probably a year or two. So lucky for you, I got the pain early and experienced the pain early. And I've been trying to get on top of this for some time, and I'm here to share some of my lessons. Today, what I actually want to share is from a book called Presuasion by Robert Cialdini. I think that's how you say his last name. Robert, if you are ever hearing this and I butchered your last name, I'm sorry. Some of the topics that I want to cover today are from the book Influence, which he released before this. This Presuasion book is one that I actually I purchased years ago. You know, when a book gets old and it smells different and it's like mm, old book smell. That is how long I purchased this ago and I never read it. And I was like, okay, finally an opportunity to get into this because this is very psychology driven and it's a very, it's just a dense book. You know, there's some serious info in here. So I wanted to really be able to like read my 10 pages a day and take my time to digest this. So now here we are. Shout out to Robert for the framework and the six categories that we're going to go over today. I am going to define them and then explain how we use these at Excelity or which ones I plan to get better at using. Okay, so the six categories are reciprocity, liking, social proof, authority, scarcity, and consistency. Those are the six principles of influence. Reciprocation or reciprocity, I think I think everyone knows what this means. I mean, people are talking about it on LinkedIn all the time. Give before you get. And I thought it was really interesting in the book. He said that when you can hit on three things for reciprocation, it makes it much more likely that people will reciprocate. So when you're giving them something that is meaningful, unexpected, and customized all at the same time, that is when you get the best results out of it. Okay, I have the book in front of me because he told this crazy story in here that I need to repeat to you. So it says that after 9-11, the United States had Osama bin Laden's former chief bodyguard captured and they were grilling him every day trying to get information out of him and he wasn't giving anything up i think that i mean i'm no expert here but according to the movies that's pretty common 
One thing that they noticed was that he never ate his cookies when he was eating his meals. And when they looked into why, they found out that he was diabetic. So the next time they went to interrogate him, they brought him sugar-free cookies to eat with his tea. And the interrogators say that that was a key turning point in the interrogations because they had shown him respect and they had given him a, a gift, essentially, that was meaningful, unexpected, and customized. I remember reading this and I was like, oh, what a serious example we're going into bin Laden and 9-11. But it really, it makes a lot of sense that when you can hit on all three of those buckets, you will really, you will get the most out of a reciprocal exchange. So doing things like You know, if people reach out to you asking you questions on LinkedIn and you offer to hop on a call with them for 15 minutes, that is meaningful, it's unexpected, and it's customized to them. You can also do this with gifts and a whole lot of other things. The second bucket is liking. And that one, again, speaks for itself. It's really just making sure that people like you. I think that's one of the tenets of being a good salesperson. But he points out two really interesting things that I wanted to tell you about. Liking isn't just like, haha, we like each other, we're buddies. It is being like each other um, and pointing out similarities. So when you're in the sales process and you have kids, those are similarities and things that you can bond on. If you have a similar thought process or a similar stance on something, those are similarities and things that you can bond on. And the other way to increase liking was compliments. And he has the Mark Twain quote, I can live... I can live for two months on a good compliment in here, which I love because, hey, there are some compliments that I remember that I've been living on for years. So think about if you can be the source of one of those compliments, but just make sure it's not corny and obvious. You know, it has to be real and genuine and not just like, oh, I like your wall. What color is that? I mean, I actually do that when I really like someone's paint color and they have good taste, but hey. Okay, number three is social proof. And this one, I think, makes sense because social proof gives validation to your product or service. And it's always better when the social proof comes from someone else. So it's great when you're singing your own praises from the rooftops, you know, and as we all should, if we're not going to promote ourselves, then who will? But it's better when you have your customers singing your praises. That's why things like testimonials, case studies, and videos are even more important. I read somewhere that in a study of high-performing LinkedIn ads, it was often words from other people. So like testimonial videos, even crappy selfie videos when people just shoot themselves giving a testimonial, those performed way better than anything else because it is social proof scarcity. This is something that I don't do as much because I think it can feel fake if you are faking it. So um, scarcity is, you know, when there's only a limited amount of something available. I do this periodically with our team because we have a small team and we can only take on a certain number of clients. So recently I had three contracts out and one that had given a verbal and said yes a long time ago, but the contract wasn't coming in exactly what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. 
And I reached out to them and said, hey, you know, I have these other contracts out and this is kind of like a first come first serve situation. And we had already done a little bit of work with this client. And I told them, I don't want you to have to start over with different team members, but I do have a responsibility to fill them up, you know, as they're all getting paid, whether we're working with you or not. And building some scarcity around a sales situation like that can really play to your benefit. Um, And I know that some people build false scarcity into situations. Again, that's not something that I like to do. I guess it's up for debate whether that's slimy or not, but it's something that you could consider. The next one is authority. I'm kind of doing this out of order, but I guess what is the order anyway? So authority is also self-explanatory. It is essentially when you are providing a product or service that goes alongside the advice of a trusted source. So if I am selling people on my agency's marketing services and my advice and my philosophy is similar to, oh, this just happened actually, is similar to a podcast that they listen to about marketing strategy and my philosophy is similar. Hey, maybe I even listened to that podcast. They're going to trust me right away. I think that my LinkedIn presence and a personal brand really plays into authority too, because by the time people get into the sales process, they already trust me and they think of me as a little bit of an authority. And so that is something that you could consider if you're considering starting a personal brand, that is a huge part of it. If people trust you before they ever get on the phone with you, that is going to increase the likelihood that you'll be able to sell. The last one is consistency. To me, this essentially means doing what you say you're going to do and showing up consistently, whether you really have to or not. I have seen lots of situations where salespeople will reschedule meetings or claim to be sick all the time or whatever it will be, maybe. Or you could might say that you are going to follow up within X number of days and then you don't. If I ever get in a situation where I was supposed to send a follow-up right away and something comes up or for whatever reason I can't, I simply send a message and say, hey, I know that I said I was going to get you this proposal on this day and it's going to be another couple of days. Is that okay with you? And hey, they might say no. And then you know that you have to restructure your priorities. But consistency, I think, is, gosh, one of the keys to earning trust and life in general. So again, those six tenets of influence, authority, reciprocity or reciprocation, liking, social proof, scarcity, and consistency. If you want to read more about these, make sure that you pick up one or both of Robert Cialdini's books, Influence and Persuasion. No, I am not being paid for this ad. And I hope that you got some value out of this. I know that I have gotten lots of value out of reading this book, and it has helped me overcome some of the issues that I've been experiencing in Excelity's sales process, and I hope it does the same for you. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.